Do you know your personality type? I do. I think I have it saved on my phone, actually. I have your an image. Briggs Meyer, right? Yeah. What do you I? know yours? I do, but I always forget which one it is. It's I and it's either INTJ or INTP. I think there's a D in mine somewhere. <laughs> I am the logician, INTP, which is introverted, intuitive, thinking, and prospecting. What does prospecting mean? Judging mean, versus prospecting. I'm not a judging person. Exactly. I don't judge. You judge. You don't judge. You give out prospects. That's right. You mind. <laughs> you prospector. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't find. You can't find it. I did it with my buddy though, and we talked about it for like 20 minutes. So 72% of those with the judging traits say they are focused on and dedicated to their goals and rarely get sidetracked compared to 21% of those with the prospecting trait. Why can we never fit a 30 minute recording in? <laughs> uh, these side checks and, um, and then you just go, oh, hey, I'm gonna let you guys talk. But first, 10 minutes, <laughs> me. Boom. It's not 10 minutes. That's silly. It's like at least six. I'll bet you it's at least six. And that's not like, and like, do you ever watch our faces? No. <laughs> that's why the faces are great. But that's all right. You know, we got it down to a 40 minute episode. That's good enough. 45 or something. All right. So we don't know what Sean's personality is, but I am Brian Bradley, the what did we say I am? The logician. 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 Like a magician, logician. but when it comes the to logician logic. supreme. Yeah. But you have no idea. The logician's are, apprentice. Were you at least an That's expert? Me. I'm the logician's rep- apprentice, and my name is Sean Martineau, and I never get to introduce myself. Look, when we started this, I said, do you want to introduce yourself, no. or do you want me to just say, and I'm with Sean Martineau? And you said, you just introduced me. So it's all a setup, apparently, now to try to make me look like a bad guy. That's fine. I can take it. But do you think you're at least extroverted? Do you have the extroverted side to it? I'm extremely extroverted. I'm like, yeah. like when I look back at teenage me and I, he was an introvert, I was like, no wonder that kid was miserable. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about personality as a power. The, uh, what do they call it? The cult of personality. Uh, what is that? Cult of personality meaning means... As a cult leader, arises when a country's regime uses the techniques of mass media, propaganda, the big lie, spectacle, the arts, patriotism. I didn't realize it was so strictly like a political thing. I thought it was just like a generic thing. But we actually also have a good deal of cults running around in the Marvel Universe right now. Oh, you ain't got, you don't got shit on DC. Everything's a bloody cult, man. Everything's a cult. What are the or cults a secret in- organization, but like I'm just considering it all cults at this point. A secret organization might as well be a cult. Eh, not the here, League here. of Assassins is a cult. Um, but we've got the cult of Carnage, right? Which is kicking back off again. Oh, speaking of Carnage, I did want to rub it in your face, but I didn't want to be too big of a jerk. Mr. Agent Anti-Venom is going to show up in every single one of these issues. How did that screen book work out for you, huh? Okay, but that was about Andy. And yeah. since then, he's and come in. He's even come in. said in the recording, she's his apprentice. So, of course, he's going to be there. Looks like yeah. you were wrapped up in Eddie Brock's cults of personality. It's not Eddie nope, Brock. because he's shown up. And <laughs> it literally, the, he's in there for the cliffhanger for the next issue. So, 
It's been this Andy's latest story, one, though. I haven't read. You talking about Scream or which one came out this week? Phage. Late so Phage. Phage. He's in Phage. Yeah, but he I doesn't really use head. the powers I drafted, I think. So it kind of doesn't really matter for me. Well, we're going <laughs> to get into that a little bit in our personality discussion, because I think uh, it's going to require some conversation. Like, oh, yeah, I, these I was symbiotes... going through what what our personalities we can go over them like category by category. Yeah. Like, I mean, the symbiote should be a personality, right? Like if they're having a conversation with the symbiote, I'd say that's a personality and not a creature. We're going to this. You Look, said we're this going is, to this. We'll get this to is this. called a teaser, Sean. All right. We're teasing teaser. the rest of the episode. All right. We're going to lull them in uh, with all this talk about cults. And then the other you, thing we're you gonna think talk you're going to, you think you have a cult of personality? No. I do not. My personality no, is I not do it. culty. I'm going to assume that introverted people probably do not have a cult of personality about them. Probably not. We're going to talk about personality, and one of the people who, I guess, really represents that personality power. You know, there's a few characters that exist for us having that power just to be there, and that would be Moon Knight, because uh, he had a new issue come out this week, and it's the only one I've been able to read because I've been super busy. Um, <laughs> what did you think, then? I liked it. I liked the last Moon Knight series. Was that, was that Bemis's? Yeah, I like Mac Bemis's. And then the one before that had Greg Smallwood. On oh, her. right. Yeah, no, Greg Smallwood. So Greg Smallwood didn't do Bemis's. No. Who wrote that one? I don't remember. Uh, maybe Jeff Lemire? Maybe. I guess so. But I enjoyed that one. And I think Smallwood. Didn't Smallwood win the art category for us that year? In the Yeah, because Smallwood was an incredible artist, even if I didn't care about the book he was doing. That was really awesome art. I liked that one a lot. But I like Moon Knight as a character, I guess. Like, it's not one I typically would really, like, seek out. Here's the thing. I used to like Moon Knight as a character. And then you like Batman. He got that bat stank on him. He's MC. He's the Marvel Universe's Batman. And damn it. So, I mean, but he's ruined everything for me. What makes Moon Knight Batman <laughs> other than the fact that he stalks the streets at night? It's the way he operates as a character. I mean, the dude's got multiple personalities. Like, he's not a detective, is he? I guess he is a detective. Yeah, but like, oh, I'm talking about him scoring, the way he scores in the league. Oh, he's like Batman. his classes? He's Batman. But no, he does the projectile. He does the suit. He does the melee. He does... It, like, he operates like Batman. Right. So based on that discussion I had with you, uh, I don't think he would have a special, right? He's not a special character. His focus is suit, tech, and weapons. Okay, no yeah. specials. But he's. How are we going to count? I haven't looked at your notes yet. How do we count his little fisty cuffs with his spiky fist? Those aren't claws, right? Oh, the brass knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had already counted everything available for it at that point when I was reading. So how'd you count? It didn't it? get counted. Blade. Would count that as a blade. Yeah, I guess it's blady. Right. Like, if know, it was sharp. just blunt knuckles, it'd be blunt. But those had right. blades, so they're blades. No, yeah, I'd agree. I was just because it's definitely not claws. No, um, so I'm cool with that. Uh, how long do you think this series will run? Okay, it's Jed McKay. Yeah, which he's done okay. Like he, he's coming up. It seems, yeah, more than six, maybe twelve. I bet. I bet it will last a year. When is the Moonlight Show coming out? Oh yeah, the Moonlight Show. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'm gonna give this eighteen. 18 but it's gonna it's gonna struggle to get to those 18 
you think? Yeah, it's Moon Knight. He doesn't sell. What other comics came out this week? And then we'll move on to our discussion about personality that we want to talk about. Uh, I don't know, clearly, because I haven't read anything besides Moon Knight. Um, okay, well, let's take, let me go through these quickly. So well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and insert uh, our guest voice message real quick, actually, before we get off the okay. Moon Knight topic. Um, we have Ray uh, Gazmundo. I'm going to botch his name. We'll just call him Ray from the Into the Night Moon Knight fan community. Um, they're ITK Moon Knight at Twitter. Um, they had a division running in Fantasy Comic League for a couple seasons. Um, so they're friends of the Fantasy Comic League. Ray's been around for a while. And he's a bit of a Moon Knight expert. So I reached out to him and said, hey, Ray, um, how about you give us a voicemail and let us know what your thoughts are about the opening to this new series. So let's go ahead and play that now. And then you can build off of that. Hello, Fantasy Comic League. This is Ray from Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. I thought I'd just give my thoughts quickly on uh, that latest series, Moon Knight 1, dropped by Jed McKay and Alessandro Capuccio. Uh, look, I thought it was a fantastic issue. I thought it was a great way to set things up. It worked on so many levels. Uh, it was a great springboard for curious and, and casual fans of Moon Knight to learn more about him, get introduced to him. Um, it had more than enough there for the season fan. Um, nods to the past, references, uh, stuff like that. <clears throat> it had action aplenty, and it had um, a, a good enough like twist um, with the two... Uh, two antagonists, it seems, being set up. Uh, the the last page reveal of Hunter's Moon was brilliant, I thought. I did not expect that, as I assumed many fans didn't as well. We all thought that he'd arrive in issue three. Uh, so <clears throat> there's plenty to unpack in issue one. Interesting to see how he kind of fares in the, um, in the FCL, because uh, there was plenty of action, um, and... Uh, yeah, I guess scoring-wise, I'll leave it to you guys, but um, I, I thought it was very well-packed, uh, well-balanced and well-placed, uh, paced, sorry, so um, a, a fantastic first issue, uh, mainly, I've seen all uh, positive feedback, um, I've heard of some negative feedback, I wonder what, I could imagine maybe uh, a lack of the original support cast, uh, but really these new characters look interesting, uh, it looks fresh, uh, and I'm excited for the series to come. Anyway, uh, thanks for having me on, and I'm looking forward to catching up with your uh, with your show. Cheers. All right, you have anything to build off of that, Sean? What do you think about Hunter's Moon, this new antagonist that he's going to face? Oh, it was a cool twist. Or like, the character is interesting, and I like that. I mean, Mark is essentially going through like a kind of like a god complex right now, is he not? Right. So, so I think having somebody there that challenges him and it's like no i am like i am the true heir of kanashu <laughs> is that how you pronounce Kanushu? i don't know i don't know kanashu was that i guess i didn't realize that event was last year the what was it the age of kunshu kanushu because moon knight only has one appearance so far this year not counting his new issue well that was like his last major Art in the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah. When he went crazy and started taking down the Avengers. Parker's theme for this past week was the moon, right? So we were learning about all the moon phases. I don't know what a hunter's moon is, though. Do you know what a hunter's moon is? Uh, only in Bloodborne. In what? Bloodborne, what's that? 
Not uh, Bloodborne, but what's the Hunter's Moon in Bloodborne? Oh, um, it's like a point that happens like in the game, and it like changes the world. Okay. The Hunter's yeah. Moon is the full moon after the Harvest Moon takes place, and the Harvest Moon is like September. So, okay, I guess it's like a full moon that takes place in the fall. I think it's a red moon. It's what, a red moon? Yeah, also known as a sanguine or blood moon. Well, that's fascinating. I mean, they could they could have a whole, like, you know, rogues gallery just based off of phases of the moon and shit. Little moon pun. Um, but the latest infinite annual was Thor that came out this week. And I was going to mention it because Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye's in it? Yeah, Hawkeye's in it. Oh, okay. He doesn't do a whole lot, but he does some stuff. It's always nice. Right. Little Hawkeye. What do you think about this infinite story so far? Uh, I have not cared for it really at all. We still only know what two or three, I guess three of the people that have the infinity stones. It's star that teleporting dude that was an iron man. And then, Oh, the little dude that can teleport that was in the captain America annual. And I also don't like, by the way, how they're like describing the infinity stones now where it's like, Oh, the reality stone is mastered by somebody who is mastered like, space and it's like how does that work like so you need to master space in order to have the reality stone or whatever you know what i'm talking about where they have like the little infinity logo and then i need to find a sample of it yeah but remember they gave them sentience and they chose people i still don't still don't like their explanation of it makes no sense to me but i guess we'll see how it pans out when does the Black Cats, Jed McKay's, this is a big Jed McKay podcast, I guess. When does Jed McKay's um, Black Cat Infinite Story take place? Or when does that come out? Is it next month? Uh, is it next month or is it September? I think it's September. Adventures Annual is August 25th. So I guess it probably starts in September. Then. I guess so. Are you enjoying Jed McKay's Black Cat series right now? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, I like Black Cat. It's pretty good so far. Um, it's better than any Black Cat series has a right to be. <laughs> right. And I need to do a spotlight on this Black Fox dude because he recently broke our 36 appearance minimum. But he's dead, so it doesn't really matter right now. Could come back, but he hit 36 appearances. So you On know. his death? Because there's somebody that I did that for in DC last year. I can't remember who, but it was like, oh, welcome to the league, CD death. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was maybe the second to last issue or something like that. But yeah. So I guess we could get into go ahead. Give me a DC book that you want to spotlight. We've talked enough about Marvel and Moon Knights and annuals. I mean, Nothing else. It was a Catwoman week. week. It was a Catwoman week. Oh, Catwoman. Oh, Black Cat. Cat. Look at them. Okay. Catwoman. Oh, just it's better than any Catwoman book has any right to be because it's the best book DC puts out every week. It's out. Just unstoppable. How's Catwoman doing overall in the fantasy league? Uh, she just got nearly stabbed to death. Oh, how is she doing in fantasy comic league? She's doing really good. I think she's like ninth overall. That's what I did with my spare time this week. I did like uh, those predictions, how they're doing oh, yeah, thing I that I did that. at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. I did the DC ones and they took way longer than I thought. And I was like, Marvel is only going to fucking take longer. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so you had Catwoman last month. She only got you eight points. That's a bad. That's a bad month for her. She yeah. didn't appear in her annual. Oh, that sucks. So yeah, I guess that would do it. I don't think there's anything else, especially since I haven't read 
um, and we can get into our personality uh, discussion. Going to, like I said earlier, I think discussing how symbiotes work with personality, how we count multiple man's personality, and then... Hold on. Let me throw some things at you, because you didn't make notes this time, but I did make notes. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so these are the categories that I think we should discuss. For personality? Yeah, for who, if, what kind of personality it is, okay? Let's start with aliens, which is the symbiotes. Like, yeah. That's definitely personality, you know? Like, they should, they are their own conscious beings, and you're sharing a body with them. They do, they, and they, like, you look at the database, it's Flash Thompson is a character, and then anti-venom symbiote is a character or you have cletus catacity is a character and you have carnage symbiote as a character so that yeah, i'm pretty sure cletus is dead right now but carnage is still yeah, around that's what they said and that mm, that stupid red white and blood book that can go the hell away i'm getting annoyed by that oh when when ray said can't wait to see how uh the new character does in the fantasy comic league i was like you're gonna be waiting six issues at least <laughs> why don't because we don't just add characters, brand new characters. Oh, the comic. I yeah, that's but true. you don't. <laughs> no, he's right. He's got to. He's got to be around for six issues, um, unless he's like the star of the book, which his title's not on. His name's not on the title there. So, sorry. But anyhow, so then if those count, if aliens count, then obviously I think we need to discuss about aliens that share a body. Exactly. So then the conversation goes to when do you get personality alone and when do you get personality when you share a body? And I would say anytime you share a body, you should probably get personality. Right. I think that's the I think that's what we would be doing. Like, for example, Peter Parker and Doc Ock's body or Doc Ock and Peter Parker's body. You know, when Peter showed up, if he showed up, he's personality. You're talking to another person because like when he showed up, he was talking to Ock in his head. You right. get a personality there. I think, okay, so I guess the key here would be sharing a body, right? If there are so, two, at least two distinct personalities that share a body, then they should get personality. Which then brings us to artifacts, because if Molnir takes over Sword's body... No, I don't think that would work. Yeah. And so, okay, and so this is, that's, I guess, the next question, right? Do we have to prescribe to a, a limit like a six issue limit of this other personality inhabiting that body for you before you start getting personality credit. I think you would have to, because how many times does somebody inhabit somebody's body just for like an issue and they're gone? Because then you would also have to be wary of the mind swap or a, a telepathic character entering somebody's mind and being possession. Yeah, but this isn't like uh But we're saying if the rule is, if there's two distinct minds in one body, a telepath... Yeah being in somebody's body or dr doom like what he did to to hulk okay Wayne. but oh so then that's not looking at it from this, no but looking at it like that's jean gray is in your mind and she is telling you what to do i'd give her a personality for that no that's she's a, that's yeah a tele- telepathy power no 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 she's a personality in your oh, head that, okay okay because so that... we're gonna get into mark now we're counting personalities that exist in okay. your head same with right. hulk but here, so I think this if is... there's a, another personality in your head they should get the personality if there's a personality inhibiting your body that does not have their own body at the time, I think I think the body is the main thing here. You know, like Jean Grey, if her body is still out there and she's just inhabiting somebody else's body, that would be possession. 
Okay, well then, by that logic, the symbiote body is possessing Eddie, so... Then I'd be okay counting symbiotes as creature. I think it has to be one soul body. One soul body. But everybody, everybody, if you're in another person's body, you have a body still. That's not true. Yeah. I'm not saying it's always true, but I'm saying it's true some of the time, so you can't do that. There are people who are inside another person's body... But they still have a body. Who? Give me an example. Because right now, the example we're talking about, Hulk, Moon Knight. I guess the, the situation with that would be then multiple man and the Stepford Cuckoos, who we give personality to. And there's multiple bodies involved with that. Yes. <laughs> Way to shoot yourself in the foot. No, I, yeah, no, I get that. But multiple man, I think, should have personality because those dupes, Every now and then, he even says it in the X-Court issue, they develop their own way of life. Like that, that dupe that went in to check in on his family, he clearly had a different personality than multiple man, than main Jamie Madrix. Because he was like, yeah, I'll blow this job off and go see my family, sure. Which is something Jamie wouldn't do. So they clearly have different personality types. Okay. So the soul body argument should not work. No, the argument here has to be when does it like we have to kind of develop, I think, two arguments, how it counts for when there's another person and how it counts for when it's yourself. Right. Like everything, I feel like there's that perfect answer, right? Definition that we just need to hone here. For, okay, first off, to help us, let's determine who our top personality characters are. That will help us get an idea of who we're giving it to. Okay. So your top personality user so far, this is not counting last week, which I think multiple man should at least get one. Hulk has five personality usages. And then yeah. we only have Stepford Cuckoos and Venom with one. So who did you say is on the DC side? Midnighter? What's yeah, his Midnighter. Deal? Uh, version of himself from the future living in this head. Okay. All right. Uh, our next step in these power reviews is busting out our powers list and our original definition for personality reads a clear distinction of a secondary mindset taking control of a character's body this could be done through either mental illness such as hulk and moon knight's multiple multiple personalities or shared body situations such as venom overriding eddie brock's body so interesting there. Eddie Brock overriding Venom's body. Right. But either way, that is overriding the body and not just talking with one another. Yeah, but we've evolved past that. So are we right? So conversation we is important. Step? Conversations between the personalities count. Yes. As long as that's not a telepath, like there's a difference between telepathic communication and different personalities living in a body, right? Mm-hmm. So I, th- I mean, I, I think we have to figure out a way to make that distinction. I don't like how often are you going to try to give like Jean Grey or a telepath a, a personality power? Never until you mentioned it. Well, that's not fair. You can't count it that way. Now you're just doing it to be spiteful. Okay. It has to be between host and passenger, host and something. There's your language. None of these people are hosts because technically all these personalities are in control of that body. It's just yeah, the emergence the of host. one. Why is Bruce the host and not Joe Fixit? Because Bruce was the first personality. 
This is actually the argument that DC's Doom Patrol has quite often. First off, I guess we can uh, put this out here. Personality is a basic power, correct? It does not break down into anything else. Influence. Um, <laughs> stop that. All right, so I think we should say a secondary mindset making itself known or making its presence known. Okay. Through either control of the body. Or mental telepathy. No. Or conversation. Here's a crazy idea. What? Cut it off after making itself known. I mean, I think we have to say, like, those are the examples of a secondary mindset. Yeah. So we can say presence known, period. This can occur through control of the body, conversation, etc. But I don't see. I don't like that etc. Yeah, don't put etc. I said put less. Why are you putting more? Because we need examples. Like if you just have a secondary mindset making its presence known, like okay, what does that mean? You know, it Maybe, means okay. that context is kingpin. Yeah, but we need more context. Like these definitions need to be as tight as we can make it. So we avoid having... Etc. Etc. is how we tighten the bolt. <laughs> etc. does not make anything tight. There is a cult of personality around etc. And I refuse to use it. I don't like etc. either. This can occur through control of the body. Conversation. But then Jean Grey's having conversation, man. Gotcha. Okay, then we'll say non-telepathic conversation. I'm fine with that. Do you think that would... Well, because then that... Well, yeah, Non... Because... No. Non-telepathic communication. Because what if they're just using images or something, right? Non-telepathic communication. There you go. Okay. I'm fine with the non-telepathic thing. But then the... uh, So how would we handle the Stepford cuckoos? Whenever they're talking amongst one another telepathically, that shouldn't count, right? Nope. That's telepathy. That's how I've been scoring it for a long time. Right. So when does a Stepford cuckoo personality come into play? Or should we get rid of personality for the Stepford Cuckoos altogether? I mean, what we should do is we should take them and break them into five separate fucking characters. No, because (laughs) how can you ever tell which one you're looking at unless they say Esme or Sophie? They're identical. And a lot of the times it's only one or two of them showing up. And I'm not playing that game of... Plus they're a hive mind, aren't they? So like they might as well... They're more than one mindset. We're saving ourselves work because if you remember, if it is not clearly distinguishable, we do not give the point for appearance. I mean, that's true as well. Whenever a clone or dupe shows up a multiple man, it's just a multiple man and not a use of a, a creature. I'll find a new argument. Well, I know I, th- I think we're fine with what we said there. I don't think we're arguing, right? But I think we about need the to determine. Cuckoos? Well, I think we need to determine. Yeah, not about that. I think they're still lumped as one. We just need to determine how personality comes into play for them. And I think, I mean, it'd be hard because with multiple and it doesn't, but if we're counting them as one, I mean, I I would think if one of them gets assertive over the others and like shuts them all down, then that would be a personality that, because that would be one of their personalities. Giving me a way to score for them being individual characters, which they fucking are. Which they are. And I think, and that's, Fine. I think they should get acknowledgement when one of them like overrides How the gracious. others. How gracious of you. <laughs> they clearly have a personality point 
this year so far. So they got it for something. What did they get it for? Do you know what the Stepford Cuckoo's personality point was this year? No, but I imagine I had to fight quite hard for it. Uh, so they got personality in Hellions 12. And in that issue, Wild Child went after Bacon. So I think they were they were telepathically talking talking shit about them all, you know? So one of them must have come out and done something where their personality was the more dominant one. Yeah, it would have been would have been Esme or Sophia that's pissed off at those are like the only two that I know. Who are the other ones? Sophia, Esme, Anna Sophia Raub, um, Skylar Green. These are not names. You're lying. Who should play them? I can't remember what's her name that actually played them on the gifted. Oh, right. They were on the gifted, weren't they? I forgot about that. Oh, one of the best parts of that show. Right. Okay. So how about a secondary mindset making its presence known and exerting control? Well, I guess it doesn't have to exert control. However, there's your loophole. They're exerting control. That's what's happening with the cuckoos. Read it to me again. A secondary mindset making its presence known. This can occur through control or non-telepathic communication. Common example are the Hulk's multiple personalities. What are the other common examples? The other or the Venom, the Venom symbiotes or the symbiotes and host bodies. Uh, but instead of, you could just put multiple personalities, alien influence. Well, no, I don't think alien influence would count because a lot of aliens would control with telepathic. I think bonding. I, I think symbiotic bonding. That's probably the answer, right? Symbiotic bonding or no? You are thinking too limited. I'm focusing on Marvel. What if we said symbiosis, like the actual definition of the word? Alien symbiosis. Sure. Okay, so then let's not specify Hulk's multiple personalities. Then we'll say common examples are a character's. I would put any situation in which a character is a host for another personality. So, how would this also affect? This is, I did not expect this conversation to be as deep, especially for something that's only gotten like what five or six power usages this year but i think i probably should have given it i don't know if i have i feel like quasar should probably get them in this situation right yeah you think i haven't been giving it to quasar every time who are we giving credit to is it quasar wendell vaughn or quasar alicia kincaid or whatever her name is alice kincaid well i mean okay so i have a comparison over at dc hold on talking So I have Etrigan and Jason Blood who live in each other's bodies. And whenever they morph, I give it to whoever is out at the time. And then if we, like there was one point where Jason Blood was in the present and Etrigan is the demon that got sent to hell. Okay. And so we see him in hell, but I gave him a personality for that because technically he didn't exist. Or like, it's weird because... It's weird. They can only, okay, they're weird because technically they don't cease to exist, but only one of them can ever appear on the same plane at a time. Meaning only one of them can appear in hell, but if the other one like wants to leave hell to come to earth, he has to swap places with the other one. Okay. Yeah. That's a I weird mean, that's... one. It's kind of like Donald Blake and Thor, you know? Whoever is out and is the primary body gets the point. Right. Well, but now that we're counting Donald Blake as a separate character... You'd have to count the quasars as separate. Would that remove the fact that they should be personalities? Because now they're different. So they're not a secondary mindset 
they're clearly their own mindset that's separate from yeah, but the other one. If they score personality, it is because they've switched or because one of them has talked to the other person in their head. They're not just scoring personality for no reason. They're scoring it for an active use of so personality. So you're still scoring both of those characters. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we would score both of mm-hmm. the quasars. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if I would technically see Alicia, uh, the two quasars as personality because for some reason when I say like she doesn't seem like a secondary mindset to him they seem like two separate mindsets and I know that sounds like multiple personality disorder yeah but again I'm not giving it to them I'm giving it to them when they activate personality such as talking to each other or transforming into a different personality I mean it's like the it's like Hulk I mean his his body doesn't look the same either so like I can't make the argument that like oh she has a different body than than the male quasar because Hulk clearly has a different body than Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why is Quasar not getting morph whenever they change into this? Because they're just why changing they? places, right? Isn't that what it is? Is that the difference? They're changing places? Like she's someplace else. They're just basically like changing back and forth. And Thor and Donald Blake were just trading places as well. So I don't think they're secondary mindsets. Okay, but they can function in that way, such as when they communicate to each other when they're sharing a body. I don't see where I, why the hang-up is such a big deal then. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like this power. I think I have a strong dislike for this power, and I'm trying to not limit it as much as possible, but I'm trying to get a better understanding of it. Like, it makes sense for Hulk and, and Moon Knight and all these people. But there's other examples outside of like disassociative disorder or whatever that counts like symbionts. But then I don't want to take it too far. Like, I, I don't know. I think I dislike this power, but okay, fine. We're going to figure it out though. A good, good, clear example definition. I don't like the fact that if we're counting character stats, two separate characters that they should get personality that means they're two distinct mindsets i feel we're not counting okay hold on what about the emergence of the personality put that in there but that's not the emergence of her personality i think the secondary mindset making its presence known is fine the emergence of a personality on panel and the emergence of a personality thing i think that's too vague like the emergence of and does emergence mean the first time we see this person's personality make itself known? Oh, like mean, emergence makes I it mean, sound like... I mean, if Venom makes himself known... I think its making, its pres- making its presence known is a fine part of that definition. I don't think that's where I'm hung up. I think I'm hung up on secondary mindset because I don't think the Quasar characters are a secondary mindset. But I if think they're it's... both in the same space, one of them is the secondary mindset. But they're not in the same space. That's what I'm saying. Thor and Donald Blake were never in the same space. These people are teleporting and trading spaces. Okay, well then they wouldn't be scoring this because they're not actively using a personality. They have to use the power. Okay, so Quasar does not get personality then. I mean, if they switch, because they're two distinct, or if they talk to each other, they're two distinct characters. If they talk yeah, but, to each other, I think we. Yeah, can but say it's a different personality taking over the body. But they're Where not taking over the body; they're trading bodies. They're trading places. It's not like Wendell Vaughn disappears, you know, or ceases to be. Like he just goes someplace else. Then we're just gonna do a morph instead of a personality. But they're not morphing. 
because the body is just teleporting. If anything, you could give them a teleport because they're trading places. That's fine. I think if we count that second personality as a character already, then there can't be a personality there because they're already distinct personalities. Like we're not counting Joe Fixit as his own character. We're not counting the Maltman dupes as their own character. We're not counting the Stepford Cuckoos as their own characters. You've made this so ridiculously goddamn complicated. I hate you. I hate you. He was a great power, and you, you just garbage power. Fucking it's only been beating it to death, beating it to death, and but fucking I, burying it. In de- I'm making sure that this is the point of these discussions is to make sure that we close as many loopholes as possible for you to exploit. And that's why you're part of this conversation. So you can try to exploit the loophole and I can try to tighten it again. I think we need to work in if we're already counting that other personality as a separate character, it does not count as a personality. Fine, you're going to see a fuck ton of influence going up. (laughs) What do you think I'm going to start scoring that as now, Brian? Well, but how often does it happen? Who are our examples here? Um... Thor, Donald, well, Blake, and then the Quasars. Etrigan, Jason Blood, the Quasars. Do they trade places? Yes. You said they trade places. Yeah, and you're I count- did. And you're counting them as two separate characters. Yep. Well, then now those should not get personality. No, but they can you're going to see, see influence go up. That's fine. They can get telepathy for talking to one another through the okay. expanse of okay. time Okay, see, there you go. There you go. Put that in there. Put if two characters... Two established characters are sharing the same space and they communicate. That's telepathy. Right. Or even if they're not sharing the same space. Okay. But we're not dealing with situations where they're not sharing the same space. We're dealing with situations where they do share the same space in a future hypothetical problem. Why would we be dealing with that? Because we're saying right now that if two characters are separate. Yes. They get telepathy. I'm telling you to put that down into writing. Well, I'm trying to see what you're trying to say about them ever being in the same space because these two characters will never be in the same space. So if the quasars communicate with each other, how are you going to score that? Telepathy. That's what I'm saying. Put it down and fucking write. But what does being in the same space have to do with anything? Because these two characters will never be in the same space. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Uh, a secondary mindset making its presence known by a character not otherwise counted otherwise being scored yeah non non-scoring character okay i think you can just put a note at the end saying if these are two characters if these are two scoring characters they will not get personality they will get telepathy in case of communications right i think that's um, all we gotta put that's all we gotta put no put that put the secondary that. mindset i want to fucking <laughs> Stop trying to exert your personality over me, Sean. I'm not. I'm exerting a need to hurry the fuck up. Okay. So secondary mindset making its presence known. This can occur through control of the body, mental dominance of a shared mind, or non-telepathic communication between personalities. Exceptions. If the personalities are distinct scoring characters, they do not qualify for the personality, and instead the context determines the ability scored, e.g. telepathy, influence, morph. Does that sound right? That sounds great. You're just saying that so we get off the call. I gave you your fucking shared mind thing. This works for Hulk, clearly, right? Stepford Cuckoos. We have the mental dominance in there or the emergence of a dominant personality taking over. Mental dominance of a shared mind, yes. Yeah. 
and Venom, this works with him communicating with his alien symbiosis character. Yeah. Okay, I think that's perfect. I think we're set. Wow, when I said it was perfect <laughs> five minutes ago, it wasn't perfect, but I'm glad it now has your seal of approval. All right, so... Yeah, that's funny. What? At one point, we were arguing completely different sides. I was like, we need to fill, uh, tighten up all these fucking loopholes. And you were like, no, we don't. Look, <laughs> now look at where to, we are. If we're trying to publish this thing, you know, and put these powers somewhere out there, I don't want don't, people... don't use my own logic against me. <laughs> I don't want people coming to me being like, well, you said this in your rules. All right, well, that will do it. We'll end this little... I don't even have a clever thing to say here. Um, and you can all find all of that at fantasycomicleague.com. Check out all our social medias at Fantasy Comic League. Reach out to us, you know, like we got from Ray. We'd love to hear some messages about some of your favorite characters. Uh, ask us some questions about some statistics, you know, what you want to hear us break down. Uh, you can send us those messages, you know, through Twitter. You can shoot us an email. Maybe I'll set some voicemail email message up that people can send us messages on, or you can easily do it through Anchor. Uh, that's where we host the podcast and they have a fancy little one minute message uh, feature that people can dial in, leave us messages and we can play them for you all uh, on our latest episodes. So I'll go ahead and, you know, end my personality winning speech here that we're going out on. No, this is this is clearly why nobody would follow me and I would have a horrible cold of personality if I wanted to be a politician. But yeah, follow us. Uh, come back next week. And Sean, go ahead. Just put us out of our misery here with your loving, very catchy ending. You got nothing. You got nothing. All right. Well, that will do it. And I will have to somehow cut this down a lot. <laughs> <laughs>